0: three two one okay okay hey jason how are you doing how have you been
1: i am good it is Mm -hmm. freaking cold but i have tell me about it
0: man it's so cold it's so cold like it just
1: you know it's funny because we were talking about how warm this winter was like a week ago or something i was just like man this is winter man winter last year but this time i was freezing what's going on
0: this was me last week. On Monday, I went to work wearing a hoodie. And on the w- on the walk to the station, I realized it's too hot for me to have my hoodie on. This week, all of a sudden, I can't leave the house without a hoodie and a jacket.
1: I wake up in the morning. I look at my phone. Bro, it's 8 degrees. Like, And this is not like early in the morning. This is like 10 a.m. It's 8 degrees. I'm just like, what mm. is going on? What? What? Mm. Getting mm. out of bed is mm. like... Too much. Yeah, it's a problem because it's like so cold. Like you don't want to get out of bed. Yet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sometimes I don't feel like even turning so- off my heater. I'm like, oh my God, I, I don't want to turn off my heater and go into that coldness.
0: Oh, God. So with me, I try to turn it off in the morning. Like at night, I sleep with it on. But in the morning, I, try, I always turn it off.
1: I want to do that. But there's times where it's just mm-hmm. like, nah, man, it's too cold.
0: It's too cold. You know? Mm-hmm. You know, I get you. I get you.
1: But, but I end I'm up like... Fold. But I end up like I have to get out of bed because I have to do things like cleaning and stuff like that,
0: so mm-hmm.
1: I do have to turn off the heater, mm-hmm. but when i'm once I'm done, you know I'm back in that bed immediately <laughs>
0: mm-hmm.
1: oh, so no I understand yesterday, I got in some really good sleep, like probably my best sleep in a while, like I got in like a good eight to nine hours i think almost nine hours actually mm-hmm. yeah nine hours and when i woke up i was wide awake oscar like super wide awake like there was no sleepiness to be found in my mind at all everything was god and i was just super bent on being and not even being like just going through the day i'm going to wake up and attack today that's that that was what i woke up with man and
0: i don't think i've had nine hours of sleep in a long fucking time
1: I had complete clarity, you know. My mind wasn't foggy, my my body wasn't groggy or anything. Maybe it was a little bit, but like it just felt so clear. Everything felt good. So, yeah, nine hours of sleep, man.
0: Yeah, they do say that's the the man. Mandat- that should be the the mandatory for all human beings.
1: I think they said it's eight hours, but yeah, eight to nine hours is. But man, like, look at our lives, uh, our adult lives, man. You go to work, you get back home, you have to, like, make dinner.
0: And... Yeah, it's not possible to... Maybe it's not that it's not possible, it's just really hard. Yeah. Like, you, yeah, especially you... with, like, having a kid, right? At has age, she's going to wake up at least once or twice at night, right?
1: Uh-huh.
0: Just because maybe she, she needs some milk or she wants to change her diapers, right? She wants us to change her diapers, right? Uh-huh. So there's no way me or her mom are getting... Nine hours are sleeping there's no way it's not possible
1: and uh how long does this period last
0: I don't know I'll find out I'll find out
1: uh-huh, uh-huh. I'll find
0: like uh, today I send you a message I won't talk about expectations right expectations I think this is a brilliant segue to that so if I go online it look like to search something like how long how long does it take for babies to stop waking up in the middle of the night I'll get a definite answer right oh it takes one year in three months as an example right
1: on average yeah
0: no just i'm just giving you a a random number i don't believe this is a fact
1: yeah yeah they say something like on average it'll be like this amount of. exactly
0: yeah exactly so i will live with this expectation by the time she's one in three months she'll stop doing this so but when she's one in three months and she's still doing this i'll get more frustrated because she's doing the thing right as an example yesterday i went to so in our company we tend to if there are not enough teachers available, you, like, I might be sent to teach at a school that is isn't my regular school. So yesterday I went to a school and I had, the first class I had was a class with three, four-year-old kids. So I looked at the notebook. We have a notebook where people write information about the classes and the day. So I look at the notebook, right? And it said, so-and-so is too hyperactive. Be careful about them
1: so wait let me get this straight so you're covering in another area like in school in yes. another area okay 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 and yes, yes and you were doing this you said yesterday right
0: yesterday yes okay so okay. what happened is mm-hmm. when i opened the notebook and i saw that i was getting ready to have this hyperactive kid in the class right mm-hmm. but when the kid came he was perfect he was repeating all the, the words he was remembering the, vo- vo- the vocab he was amazing. I'm like, that's why. Like, I make it a habit. If, for instance, I'm told to go and cover at your school, I make it a habit not to ask you how are the kids in that school. I never ask anyone. I don't want to know. I don't want to know because you're giving me your opinion or your your opinions based on your personal experience with that kid, and maybe they behave a certain way with you because of who you are as a person, right?
1: They probably do.
0: Yes, but with me, whenever I have, whenever I'm covering a school, whatever I see in that notebook. It's so different from what, I, from what i get from what i guess
1: it's also because you're a new teacher i think you've been yes. long enough to see that a new teacher will come mm. in and the kids are super nervous and they'll always be nice to you they'll usually be on your best behavior in the beginning but once they get comfortable you know they they're like the behavior that they show at home or like at school starts to come out it happens yeah, all the like, time because I, I I have, I've I've had the it. exact same experience you've had every time I cover at schools. I look at the notebook. I'm like, okay, so and so is going to be a little bit of trouble. Watch out for them, and mm-hmm. they always tend to be less than what is written in the notebook. You're like, eh, exactly, it's so. Exactly. This is like, ah, they're not. They were like they acted it's out a really bit, but it wasn't bad. Like it was okay. Like it's, you can manage through this.
0: Which is normal. funny because in this in this class. Which is, you our company, so it's just a class for like kids of between the age of three and five, right? The Japanese teacher had to come and help me deal with the lesson. But during the whole lesson, it was so good that the Japanese teacher just end, ended up doing her own paperwork during the lesson. And she was so surprised there was that they never usually like this. And that's why I make it up not to ask anyone, how are these kids like? Because if you give me that information, I'm like, oh, fuck, it's going to be a challenging day.
1: I, I've had the opposite where mm-hmm. people have covered in my, some of my difficult classes and they've had better experiences. Mm-hmm. You know, some of them have been veteran teachers, but some of them have also been mm-hmm. new teachers. So I know for a fact, like they probably act a little bit different. And I know it because when I was new, they acted different too. Again, once they get into like mm-hmm. a routine and they know who you are, they just keep on doing whatever they do. Like, you know, once they know like oh, Oscar sensei won't do anything, but then they see a new face. They're like, ah, oh, who's this teacher you know let me let me just chill a bit let me size him up let me see what he's about you know
0: where where are his limits where his limits yeah
1: yeah yeah you you're 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 seeing that small one instance right while the other Mm, teachers mm. who teach at that school might see them like 30 40 times yeah 30 40 times they they see a much more broader um a much more broader slice of who they are compared to you just teaching them once right
0: yeah so that's why like if i cover i just don't know what to ask i won't ask you that question like when okay.
1: when i came to cover at your school i loved the kids yeah. so much right but who well,
0: that, but, uh, that was different that was different because even for me that's a really easy school for me
1: but then I, like here's what i'm saying like that was one time if i teach it like four or five maybe ten times maybe the, maybe their personalities will start be start to become like a little bit grating and i'll start finding them annoying you know mm-hmm.
0: okay, i don't I see, know
1: I, I don't know so um it is what it is though like i rather I would rather know than to not know that's why I always ask questions about like who's difficult and who's not when I go to like cover at a school mm-hmm. but then the p- approach I have is to not think mm-hmm. about it too much, not worry no, about it too much no, that, that's the,
0: for me here's the thing for me if I know, I'm gonna think about it if I know I'll think about it. So that's why I make sure not to ask that question. I just want to know, okay, the the biggest question we we'll ask is how many kids are in plus A? Beyond that, I don't want to know anything else.
1: Mm-hmm. At yeah. this point, it's funny. I'm more afraid of my own schools than I am of covering other people's schools.
0: <laughs> I, I understand that. I understand that.
1: Because if you're going to cover somebody's school, again, kids tend to be on the better behavior, the better versions of themselves. Mm-hmm. And if anything goes wrong, you, you probably won't see them in a long time, right? it will be mm-hmm. like, whatever, this isn't, I'm not your teacher. And the students will be like, you're not my teacher, so we won't see each other for mm-hmm. a while, yeah. you know? Yeah. Yeah. But then when you're seeing, like I said, I mentioned this in the, in the last episode, like when something goes wrong and you know, like, fuck, I have to come here next month and I have to like deal with the consequences of these actions or whatever happened, whatever event happened in the classroom. And, you know, and you as the adult, it's upon you to fix it, right? Mm-hmm. You have to fix what's going on. If a kid acts out, everyone looks at you and be like, what can you do differently? You mm. know, It doesn't even matter if it's not your fault, right? Maybe the kid has a problem. Mm. Who knows? But like, the problem is that you as the adult, everyone look to you as the point mm. of mm. authority. And yes. you have to fix it. Whatever it mm. is, whatever's going wrong in that class, yeah. you have to fix it. Mm.
0: Mm-mm. Mm-mm.
1: And us being teachers, you know, it's like, there's so many situations where it's like, it feels like it's out of our control, Right. Mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. If, br- if these two brothers i don't know how many twins keep on fighting there's so many siblings i've seen in so many multiple classes that keep on fighting right and you separate them of course right but beyond separating them if they keep fighting beyond that and you shout at them and they're still fighting that one you just go like okay i can't really do anything now right this is okay, clearly okay. something they do yeah. at home and stuff like that and at that yeah, point yeah. you write a note saying hey man these kids just keep fighting i keep on trying to stop them but they just keep on siblings will be siblings right they just keep trying mm-hmm. to like hit each other and stuff like that mm. yeah i guess maybe at that point you have to like do your best with the lesson and hope the other kids are learning but okay. that's just an example i would say that you know being in japan has made me better at not trying to expect things
0: what do you mean uh, Why? why is that why is that because i have
1: failed my own expectations so many times mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: this is h- another humbling experience That at some point i just relax you know there's only so many times where you set a bar and you realize oh i can't even do that i can't even do that i can't even do that and mm-hmm. you you go through like a cycle of self-deprecation or you're just like man i fucking suck i can't even do this I'm I'm an adult. I should be able to do this. And then you like, you might even go on a little bit of a self-loathing type trip. But Mm -hmm. once you come out on the other side and you go like, okay, this is who I am. Let me try and do better. At that point, you're just, you're humble, man. Whatever you can do, you can, you just try and do it. (laughs) So like nowadays, I don't even get that mad at at myself. Like I used to get really bummed out about bad classes, you know? Mm -hmm. And even now I still do sometimes, but like, It was much worse in the beginning
0: okay okay
1: much much worse you know
0: for me like being in japan hasn't made me like have lower expectations like or have less expectations of myself but it has kind of raised my expectations of society coming from kenya we know in kenya things tend not to work and when when they do work that is the that is the odd moment right when you go to a bank or to a city hall and things work out perfectly out within a few minutes that's when you're like wow wow this is a good day right mm-hmm. but in japan things tend to work even though there's there's so many levels of bureaucracy here at the end of the day things will work out you, Maybe levels, in your favor,
1: you said levels, of, levels bureaucracy. of bureaucracy i'm just like man you can't yes. even compare to kenya though
0: <laughs> no, no, no it's much more here and maybe because you're single now, you just you depend on your company to read your tax papers to do most of your stuff. So you are not yet aware of this. Uh huh. Believe me, Japan has levels and levels of bureaucracy that is fucking annoying. However, once you get through this bureaucracy, things always work out. So in Japan, if something will not work out. You now that is the odd moment. That's when you feel like what what the hell happened today? What happened? Mm-hmm. Right? As opposed to Kenya, where when the odd moment when things work out, you feel like you're having a great day just yes? because something that should be working out finally worked out.
1: Right, 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 right.
0: Yeah. So I, being in Japan has raised my, my expectations of or maybe the government, of society, not necessarily of myself.
1: It does make me look at Kenya a mm-hmm. little bit more with closer eyes i am much more i'm paying much more attention to the news in kenya now than i was in kenya funny enough
0: uh so since i came to japan i've never been looking at kenya news never never i don't know where i'm looking
1: i look just to see what's going on because there's so many times where there's something good in japan Mm -hmm. that happens like even when Mm -hmm. i go let's say to like my local city hall right and they have mm-hmm. like a tablet or like a robot. Mm-hmm. there was a robot there that um you just press a few buttons and it tells you where to go, right? Mm-hmm. I'm just like, mm-hmm. "Oh, this is nice and like very modern. It would be nice if Kenya mm-hmm. had stuff like this." and mm-hmm. it, like I don't know, I can't help but compare Japan with Kenya. And when I think about Japan and Kenya, I always end up going like, "Hey, what's happening in Kenya, right?" but every time i look yes i keep on falling it's almost like a trap because every time i look i'm always like oh my god we're still doing the exact same things man doing the exact same with the exact same politicians exact same games money disappearing money disappearing or let's start a corruption case that goes on for years the same people leave other people come in they eat the money again." eat 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 you know it's just like oh my god it's so it's so disgusting and it's just like man how does so this end? I think
0: Japan Japan as a okay of course whatever I'm saying I'm saying out of my ass I haven't researched Japan I just live here right so I can say this based on my opinion that's have a foundation of my experience in my life in Japan I think Japan's Japanese culture is very old japan has been japan like at least been one nation since the 1600s i believe i could be wrong about that what do you mean what do you mean by one nation uh so there was there was the sengoku jidai Yeah, sengoku the warring age yeah yeah warring warring Age, age. yeah yeah that's that ended when they finally when whoever won the war i think it was nobunaga order he won the war Yes, and then Japan, which was a bunch of different regions, became one nation. Now we're now Nihonjin, we're now Japanese. We're not, I don't know, Osaka Jin or whatever else they want to do, whatever names they had back then. I'm not sure, I don't know, I don't know. But hey, but then again, I'm saying, I haven't done any research. So whatever I'm saying is coming out of my ass, just from stories I've heard from people. I don't have any research behind to, to back me up. Now, if, if I am right, if, that implies that japan has been one state for at least 400 years kenya has been one state since 1963 we have no identity the fact that someone can say i'm a kenyan before 1963 there was no kenya to speak about
1: there was british right? kenya
0: there was british kenya right but not kenya like if you went to turkana like the most like, country part of Kenya. Like, it's, there's nothing. It's just... It's up in the arid areas. There's nothing there. They, even to this day, there's almost nothing there. Mm-hmm. Right? In 1962, those people in the, in Turkana, they didn't think of themselves as Kenyan. They were thinking of themselves as Tur- or, as Turkans. And even to this day, if you go there, it's like, okay, they speak Swahili. They speak... Maybe some of them speak English. But do they really see themselves as Kenya? Like, oh, I respect my president. Who uh, Kenyatta? I follow the, the the laws put in place by the government. The life they live up there, I think, is more influenced by their own tribal beliefs and social social norms, not really by the laws put in place by the Kenyan government.
1: They are literally far from away. Japan. They're literally far away from the capital. They
0: no, they are too far away. It's like I don't know. I think going to take two days to drive up there, right? It's it's in the middle. It's like literally the tippy top of Kenya. It's right next to Ethiopia. And
1: I feel like it's definitely like there's an influence. There's like a circle of influence or circle circle Mm. of culture. They live a little bit beyond that reach, or at least they they leave they live in a region where Mm. the influence of culture hits them slower.
0: Does that make sense? Yeah, man. Do they even have electricity? I don't. I don't know.
1: I don't know some of them yeah. are for sure they don't i yeah, can exactly. tell you that as a fact
0: so do you think like, well, like when someone says everyone in the world is looking at youtube and facebook dude do these guys even have tv before talking about facebook and youtube
1: there's a famous video of masai's getting uh smartphones and they were taking photos mm-hmm. and they were all laughing at like the videos them laughing mm-hmm. at uh f- image filters like, on Instagram and stuff like that. Uh-huh. And they're all dying laughing, you know? Uh-huh. Up until then, yeah, they, they had phones, but they were using, like, the kibambe. The,
0: <laughs> the what do you call them? They're in English. They
1: call... In English. Like, the cheapest we were... phones. Very cheap phones. <laughs> yeah, basically.
0: just like, just like a phone to call and text. Basically, that's it. You yeah,
1: know in America, I think that the equivalent of that would be, like, a burner phone is what they were using.
0: Exactly. Yes, 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 yes. Like a burner phone. Yeah, so, like, now, think think about that, going back to the main point. It's like, now Japan has been Japan for at least 600 years, right? 400 years, right? Kenya has been Kenya since 1963. So, how how would we... Why would we expect Kenya to be as... To be as what? As meshed in, as a culture, as a society, as Japan is.
1: Prosperous, as meshed in. Okay, as meshed in. Okay, yeah, you said right. meshed in. Um, yeah. Man, there's just so right. many... Could, there's so many variables that you have to put into I this. Another
0: thing. I yeah. another thing, you know, like if you look at America, right? Or even like Europe at the moment, right? Where they say like all these foreigners coming in, and they are diluting our culture, right? Europe. Okay. If you go to Kenya, yes, in Kenya there is no one singular culture that you, that you can call Kenyan culture, right?
1: There's a lot of cultures.
0: Kenya is, Kenya is already Kenya as it is now is a melting pot. There are how many tribes in Kenya? Forty-two? The last time I checked, I'm like, I could be wrong. Maybe it's higher. But 42, the last time I saw the number.
1: More. and all It's this, like 50-something. Actually. Yes.
0: Yeah. All this, each tribe has its own language. Each tribe also has its own culture. Each tribe, at least in the past, had their own god.
1: Or oh, their own... Um, as far as I know about Japan, Religion of sorts.
0: Mm-hmm. Yes. As far as I know about Japan, Japan has just always been Japan. They're either Buddhists or Shinto. And that's it. But they all speak Japanese. They... Man, they speak the same language. Is not enough to help a culture move forward? We all understand each other. Now, imagine you, you, you your, your mother, your father, your father comes from Kamba land, right? He's mm-hmm. a Kamba, part of the Kamba tribe, right? Now, imagine if there was no Kenya right now and you just a, a, a bunch of tribes on this land, right? Mm-hmm. And your father, who's a Kamba, goes and meets a Turkana in northern Kenya. How can they even converse with each other? It's not possible, right? It's not possible. They, you su- they somehow cultures?
1: did it in the past, you know.
0: It wasn't no, it wasn't. they not doing it with everyone. It was like Kamba dealing with them with the Swahili's from the coast. Yeah. But you're already close to each other. I'm sure you had someone who'll come in, live with you long enough, understand your culture, then teach even else about that culture, or vice versa, right?
1: Yeah, envoys. But I'm talking
0: about someone from like Kamba area, which is like kind of eastern Kenya, right? Mm-hmm. And someone from Turkana, which is the northernmost part of Kenya. Mm. If individual from one individual from Kamba met an individual from Tukana, there would be no way to communicate. No way.
1: an average individual, probably. they probably want people. Yeah.
0: Exactly, exactly, right. But in Japan, I ass, because as from what I know, this is not a fact. just from what I know, and I could be wrong. I have not done any research. If someone from Osaka were to meet someone from Tokyo, or maybe okay, let's let's see a movie move further from. Hokkaido. A hundred years ago. They still both speak Japanese, right? Yep. Exactly. So they'll get by. They'll get by.
1: A hundred years ago. Okay. Okay, okay, no, I understand action. what you're saying. Yeah. A hundred years ago was still very much divided. Mm-hmm. So they were the very first British uh the British settlers were just com- not settlers, who were the first people to come in? The what's the word? So
0: uh, so the colonizers. You mean?
1: Yeah, 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 the first group of people who came—the people who brought the religion, Christianity.
0: Okay, ah, okay, the the what are they called? The missionaries, missionaries.
1: missionaries yes, the very first missionaries started landing in uh Kenya. Mm. I think in Africa in general, 1900s. You're talking about yeah, a hundred years ago, 1900s. They were
0: no, but they I were think, th- I think the first missionaries to Kenya were. It was a, a lot longer, a lot longer than that.
1: Maybe in the late eighteen hundreds, it was like. No,
0: no, no! It was. I'm gonna say in the sixteen hundreds.
1: Sixteen hundreds.
0: I'm gonna say. I said British.
1: The Portuguese. Oh, the Portuguese. Portuguese. Oh, yeah, the Portuguese and the Spanish. They've been all over there. Portuguese, Spanish. What else? Um,
0: okay, so this. Indians. This. This is, I'm looking right now online, right? Mm-hmm. Google. It says who. So the question is, who was the first missionary in Kenya? And it, the name is Johann Ludwig Kraft. Johann. Was, uh,
1: That's. Uh, like East, yeah, no, Western, German, Europe? German. Yeah, Western Europe.
0: Yeah, Western Europe. Yeah. So he was in Kenya by eighteen twelve. Oh yeah. Eighteen twelve. Yes, he was German. 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 Yeah.
1: johan But I don't know. I
0: don't.
1: So, okay, okay. Eighteen, and then it took the British another. I I, I think the mm. British didn't care. <laughs> they didn't care at that yeah. point. The scramble for no, Africa. No, no,
0: yeah, it wasn't until the, the late 1800s. No, 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 no.
1: And that's when they divided everything up like a cake. What was the name of the guy? Wait. wait what was the name listen, of the
0: king? Listen to this. Uh uh-huh. Listen to this. This is very interesting. The first Christians to visit East Africa were Vasco da Gama and his crew, including Roman Catholic missionaries, in 1498. He did not, however, leave any of this East any of this in East Africa, and the next missionary we hear about is Francis Xavier, the pioneer missionary on his way to India, who had talks with Muslim leader, leaders in Malindi in 1592. Uh-huh. In 1594, the Portuguese viceroy of India ordered the, that the gospel be preached around Mombasa, and three years later, August, an, Augustine mon- an Augustinian monastery was established there. Uh-huh. So the first monastery in Kenya was in, 15, was in 1567. Uh-huh. Yeah, so the first military in Kenya was like yeah, fourteen hundreds, fifteen hundreds.
1: Okay, that that's actually I did not know that. Yeah, and on the on the small topic of scramble for Africa, do you know of the mm. story of the Belgium king who owned um he carved up the whole the of, whole of for himself? Yeah, King Leopold, yeah. the second.
0: Yeah, and I, I know that. I know that. Like, He's the one who said the whole thing, because yeah, the, the rest of you are like, oh, I don't, dude, anyone can like, do this. Fuck! Let's do it too. Let's do it too. <laughs> the amount of
1: power he must have had—like states and governments were like dividing up land for themselves. This guy, as an individual, just said, "Nah, man, this portion, this 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 part of Africa right here is mine. It's under my yeah, personal man. control."
0: Basically, the whole of Central Africa was just his. Just, this is mine now. This is mine now. And then, can you imagine that? The you... nerve! Not I would not even call it nerve. Like Balls. that means like you're born in. A- like you know it's not even balls because he was raised as a king and i assume he was born into royalty right
1: royalty yeah of course yeah
0: so since you're a baby people keep pumping up your balls right
1: (laughs) what do you mean pumping up your balls
0: That's (laughs) even people just make you believe you're you're much greater than you actually are can you imagine like for you and i right we are normal people so when you make a mistake people will be quick to tell you hey jason you messed up right
1: Cause who am I? I'm nobody. So people can come to your face exactly. and go who like, "Who
0: the fuck are you? Who the fuck are you?" Yeah. But imagine you—you you were born the son of a king. People will be scared to tell you, "Hey, Jason, you messed up," because they're scared of the consequences of telling Jason that he messed up. So everyone tells you you're great. No matter what you do, you're great. You're great. You're great. And how does that affect your psyche? There's
1: been a lot of rains where it's like, and If you tell the king that, uh, best case scenario. you're you're kicked away out of the palace. Worst case scenario, when you'd instantly die.
0: (laughs) Just because, hey, dude, that wasn't a good idea, you know?
1: (laughs) Can you imagine how many people in history have died just trying to be honest to, like, royalty or the king? I can only imagine, man.
0: Now now imagine being raised in that environment whereby everyone is praising you no matter what. No matter what you do, you're great. No matter what you do.
1: It's funny because that brings up the quote. Uh, I think I've told you this before. Um, The quote is, show me... Show me uh, a son. Now, show me mm-hmm. a man who's a son of a great man. Show me mm-hmm. a great man who's a son of a great man. That's the quote. Oh, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah.
1: And it comes to what you're saying, right? Like, if your if your father is the king and he is a great man, chances are he'll oh. bring in a, an age of peace and prosperity mm-hmm. that will... Mm-hmm. An age of peace and prosperity... Uh, prosperity that will completely change the nation and even make your reign or make your what do you call it you growing up you become so mm-hmm. soft and coddled because everything comes so easy there's no ob- yeah. adversity in the nation there's no adversity coming your way right so you're growing up in this there's world More no, no exactly exactly you're growing up in this world that's very safe and like you said everything is provided for you and it's like we all know if you don't face adversity you can't build character you can't build Mm. strength without adversity so Mm. if a great man if your father's a great man and he's done all these great things he's fought all these great people he's like really worked to carve out this part of the world for you for him and his people then you coming in in the second as a second generation king it's like the expectations yeah the expectations can you live up to your father can you hold down the nation the way, same man. way he did? And it's like, nah, man, your, your dad grew up in a very specific way to become the man he is. Chances mm. are you weren't born in the same way. Mm. And worse off, if, if there's no adversity when you're growing up and then you suddenly just become king, you're probably just going to be a fat fuck who just wants to drink all day and fuck women.
0: Uh, true, true. That's what happened. Oh, man, but funny story about, like, England, right? Mm-hmm. So the story of England is that there was a man called William the Conqueror, who came from Normandy, France.
1: William the Conqueror. Yeah.
0: And, and the Normans, he, so he came from Normandy. Norm- Normandy is a part of France whereby Vikings set, set, settled in, right? Yeah. So he was basically a French Viking. So he went to France, sorry, to U- the UK, to England at the time, or to, to Britain, or like Sax- or like Anglo-Saxon region. I don't, I don't know what it was. And he just took this place for himself. He fought in the wars. I think
1: at at that time it was Britannia.
0: Britannia. Okay, whatever it was. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Yeah. Probably Britannia. And so he took Britain for himself, right? Britannia for himself. Yeah. And apparently he was a big asshole. And everyone feared him. Everyone feared him, right? Because, of course, he's this leader who like took a whole nation for for himself, right? Mm Mm-hmm. So no one will tell him anything. And guess how the great William the Conqueror died?
1: Didn't he die in his sleep?
0: No. No, he died in a miserable, like a pathetic way.
1: What happened? In his, in oh, his, his mistress age, his mistress stole his stuff. No. It wasn't that. No, her? no. Okay, wait. No.
0: In his old age, he got fat and complacent. He was very fat. At least for his time, I assume so. Uh-huh. And he had a big old belly, right? Uh-huh. And he was climbing his horse one day. Mm-hmm. And one of the guys told him, hey, I don't think you can do that. Because there were some protrusions protrusion, protrusion on the saddle of his horse. Uh-huh. And something, some metal protrusion, punctured his belly. And he disemboweled himself while he was trying to climb onto his horse. No way. Yes. And that's not only it. So, because he's a king, they had to have the cemetery and do the, like the holy rites on the same day, right? Mm-hmm. Or at least a few days later. So they take him to, like, a, 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 a church or whatever. And they want to have the burial. But because back then, they didn't have the proper ways of performing, like, you know, like, oh, cleaning just, the body. and like,
1: Just a small mm-hmm? little side note. They were speaking in French during this period. Not not many people know okay. that. Like, people always assume. So the reality... So English existed, but it was, like, the old, old uh-huh. English. It wasn't English. It was probably something else, right? And...
0: Yeah. A Saxon, com- Saxon. yeah
1: anglo-saxon type language and the royalty for the for a very long time spoke french it's very mm-hmm. weird that people thought like "Hey, royalty in england must speak english right like, no 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 it's actually only during the periods of like the war the war of the roses that english was mm-hmm. established as the permanent and primary language of royalty in england up until then they were using french that to me was insane sorry anyway mm-hmm. continue that was just a segue
0: Little diversion and so like what happened is when they were going to clean up his body, so his body was rotting; and it was like swelling up, right? right. So when they were about to parry his body, the, the, the priest is doing the final rites, his body blew up.
1: What? Okay, what do you mean blew up? Because it
0: was, kept, it, was there for, it was there for a couple of days. And what happens when you have a dead body is that the body starts to swell up, starts to swell up. Gases nowadays, and liquids have, and all kinds of like yes, weird exactly, chemical exactly. reactions
1: going on yeah exactly
0: so on the day of this funeral when they're doing his last rites just at the moment of the last rites his body blew up and apparently was spelling so bad that everyone had to leave the church and leave his body there can you imagine that
1: okay this is sounding like quite the story
0: exactly i thought so too that's but i found online like on wikipedia
1: no way like this happened to him yeah, he was the beginning of England as we know it. I don't but, think England really yeah. came into its own until the War of the Roses. That's when it like really cemented itself. But like up until then, he was like,
0: oh yeah, I mean, he wasn't really, he wasn't really like. There was not one unified in England when he was the, con- the when he was the conqueror, but he was one of the first ones to be considered like the father of England. You know, one of the people to be considered the And of a lot of historians
1: like he... that theorize yeah. that, um. Because he had such a competent circle of generals and people around him, the mm-hmm. legends of Alexander the... Not Alexander, what's his name?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: England folklore, guy who wielded ex, ex- Arthur, Excalibur. Arthur, Arthur, King Arthur. Arthur, sorry. So, yeah, mm-hmm. the legend of King Arthur were inspired directly by his conquests and his adventures.
0: Mm. Oh, man.
1: I don't know anything. Like, I know a bit about Henry. I, I'm, Yeah, William, sorry. But I didn't know anything about his death. There's always like,
0: this is... His death is so interesting. So interesting.
1: Going back to Leopold II of Belgium, mm-hmm. this guy killed millions. Millions, Oscar. Historians literally coined the term Crimes mm-hmm. Against Humanity. Just to is- describe... The practices and the administration he had of a congo free state crimes against humanity yeah that word was coined because of him (laughs) that's how bad it was Mm. like this guy was like just chopping hands and of men women and children like they were mining all kinds of minerals but at the time the most famous mineral i think or the most famous resource they were like really mining was rubber and when people did meet the quota oh my god oh my god he would literally massacre people villages and when they describe the amount of deaths they're describing the, the deaths in the millions like he's some plague uh, like uh, literally it's like it's a and people because there's so many there were so many mass graves there've been so many mass graves that have been found
0: mm-hmm. all they
1: have is an estimation and the estimates range from 1 to 15 million deaths just think about that. Like, they've just
0: found...
1: Yes. They found so many bodies. Like, they can't even, like, count. They're just like, wow, this guy. This is based on, like, what they've been able to find and what had been written at the time. Everyone's mm-hmm. just like, this guy's killed millions and upon millions of people. One man. Fucking one man. And, like, we were talking about the other day. It's like, but everyone remembers Hitler's name, right? Everyone remembers Hitler's yeah, yeah. name. But they don't remember people like Leopold II, the guy who was literally a plague on, like, a small, carved-out piece of land in Africa.
0: No, it's because, like, he killed people who at least. So, for the longest time, the West has been the source of media for the West, right? Uh-huh. Which makes sense. The West isn't thinking about writing media for Africa or for Asia, right? Because, who? Where is that? Where is that? If you are living in the 1600s, or sorry, in the 1800s. You don't want to hear news from Africa. You mean you don't even care? Like, who is that? Who is where is Congo? I don't care about that. But if there's a guy who who comes from like Germany and is killing hundreds of Germans, and that's big news for Europe, right? Uh-huh. So if Liverpool goes to Africa and kills fifteen million Africans, which is terrible, it doesn't really matter if you're just a blue collar worker or a factory worker in the UK. It doesn't affect your life at all. So why, why should the media here write a story about that?
1: So just defend him a little bit though. The, the one <clears throat> the one to fifteen billion is mm-hmm. a big range, and there have been a lot of disputes against it. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. it's still a testament to like how much how much or how crazy of an administration he is. He had mm-hmm. if people mm-hmm. are having these kinds of estimates to how many people died. Mm. under his reign it's still insane just the thought alone that like Mm. people are like assuming Mm. because of how many bodies they found like this guy might have killed millions you know so Mm. 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 yeah and you know there wasn't like there was a census back then this is like what mid 1800s no no one cared about how many black people there were Mm. in this patch of land especially if I think
0: like it's not even about black it's not the thing I think when you I I don't like that that statement like saying like oh how many black people was like hey they just don't know these people we, we're we not dealing with them, we're not tra- trading with them so it's not like I don't care about black people, it's like I don't care about, it's just that I don't care about those people over there who are they? who are they? Yeah, exactly. I don't know them, I've never heard about them you're telling me the tribe in this place, in this part of the world I've never heard about okay so what? how does that, that affect my life?
1: they see him as they see them as like they probably saw us as like free labour it's like man i get to take this land and a bunch of these people for free damn this is a deal you know to them they were just seeing multiple opportunities to grab resources and grab and make money that's it
0: which back then did make sense right
1: back then man slaves were everything
0: especially to them especially to their culture it did make sense i'm not saying it's right i'm not saying it's right but it did like it right now people always look back at history and say like no not even at history just look at your own personal life right look at moments in your past where you made a mistake and you might think oh my god why would i have done such a thing but the reason you did that thing in the past is because you were not as informed as you are now right
1: i feel like you're you're creating a defense (laughs) because you're about to say something weird or people might constrain
0: you I'm stating a fact. I'm stating a fact whereby, if if Oscar, for instance, if I insulted my wife a certain way, like a few years back, as an example, right? Right. And right now, I can. I might look back on this memory and say, like, why would I tell my wife such a thing? But
1: that's regrets, guilt. Okay, there
0: are two. There are two ways I can go. There are two ways I can go. I can say, Uh oh, I was a big fuck up. That's why I say that. Or I can say, oh, I say that because I was just ignorant and arrogant. And I couldn't imagine back then what would have hurt my wife or how much this me saying A or B would have affected my wife. But now with this information, I know not to say that again. But if you keep going back to your past past, and assaulting your, your past as though it's like a terrorist organization and you're trying to break everything down in your past, you're not helping anyone, especially yourself. Now, if you look, go back at, like, any nation's history, you'll find things in the past that are, like, they're terrible, they're disgusting. But back then, that made sense to everybody. Let's look at slavery. Like, America says, oh, like, Americans love saying, America's history is terrible because we had slavery. Okay. Was America the only country in the world to have slavery? Was um, Americans the first port to, to commit their atrocity that is slavery? Nope. Nope.
1: <laughs> slavery is a now lot I think slavery has been around as long as almost human civilization
0: exactly it's been around for thing a is, very okay, long time the reason why we did that because we were uninformed or rather we were not considering the other person as much as we do today and even now there are things we do today that seem normal to us like you and I owning Samsung phones and iPhone phones without thinking who's actually in the factories making these phones uh, how much for us,
1: paying? if it's Ty- not Taiwanese people, it's Chinese people.
0: Exactly. And how much have they been paid? Very Do you think little. They're making as much money as you. Basically exactly. sweatshops. They, you live, they live. They live in the room?
1: factories. <laughs> they're living in tiny, cramped rooms. We've all seen it. You know, it's exactly. been talked about to death.
0: But but you and I will rush for the latest phone. Maybe or maybe not you and I, but we like still. I have an iPhone ten what's your samsung what was samsung you have
1: galaxy s11 11?
0: exactly yeah exactly or you s10 got that, got, you got that phone you got that phone knowing full well that the person who actually put this phone together he's he or she's probably living in a fucking slum
1: to be and fair at the moment i literally could not think of that you know even if you did told, told me that to be completely honest with you i would mm-hmm. still buy
0: the phone and that, that's the point I'm making. The point I'm making is right now, the way you behave at that time, that's the norm today. But maybe in the future, maybe 100 years, maybe 200 years, we look back at this moment and say, like, why were they doing that? Right?
1: Capitalism, man, it's, 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 it's made it so that seeing that many layers deep into the system is hard. Like, when you go and buy meat, at a supermarket, Oscar, are you thinking about the man or the driver who packaged it not the driver who drove it there or the people who packaged it, the butchers who like cut up the meat the the the, the hunters who killed the animal or the people who farm oh, the farmers in which the the cows were killed and things like that you can't. you can't think of all of those people all of those lines it's of. Impossible.
0: I agree you can't you can't production. However, however, if I give you one piece of information, I tell you bro. The person who made this phone—they are dying of hunger. That's enough information, bro. If I told you, uh, let me let me make so an. So now, who is dying case. of hunger? No, no, uh, okay. They, they're, not, they're living a miserable life. I'm gonna say they're living a miserable life financially speaking. Okay. If I told you, Jason, you buying this phone would mean your cousin in Kenya will never make any money. Okay. Okay. Uh, that's, it's a ex- very extreme case. Which but you've made so, it personal and that will yes, make and that will right. work or even, or even or not not even your, your your cousin let me say this guy you knew in university if you buy this phone that person will never eat a full meal ever again ever again they'll never like feel satisfied for meal ever again
1: right right right
0: now here's the thing of course it's capitalism of course capitalism works because there are too many people in the world right now so we need this system that blinds us from the reality as opposed to living in kenya in the country whereby if you get meat you know who hunted the meat. You know who killed the meat. You know everyone, right?
1: There's, um, there's not that much competition. So there's it's that.
0: Like, it's not even competition. It's not even competition. It's just like, I know everyone. So I know, if I get meat from the butcher, I know whose hands this meat has gone through.
1: So there's not that much competition. And mm-hmm. there mm-hmm. isn't that many. Like The system itself, in terms of how many people are actually producing, it's not that big. Like what you're saying. There's not that many people producing. So the chances are... You know the one or two... Like... Major players... Who are producing... X, okay. Y, or Z.
0: This is this my point. This is my point. My point here is this. That... You know the harm... That has... You know the pain... That has gone into making a phone. You know... You know... At least... You know the numbers. You don't know the people, right? But you know the numbers, right?
1: I'm telling you, man... You- no, most people, even me and you, don't yeah. know what goes into making our phones, man. No, no, but at least the materials that come, go into making a if, modern okay, think smartphone. This,
0: think about this. Don't, don't, let's see when we the things we know we don't know. You have your phone right now. You can go into Google and look, at, look it up. Right? Uh-huh. You can, but we we can and we don't. Because we, why would we? Why would we do that? Why? Uh-huh. Why would I go and check, like, how me own, owning an iPhone is affecting people's lives i don't want to do that shit or even it's not that i, I don't want to it's like i'm not thinking about I'd rather look at like sexy girls on instagram that's more that's more fun that's more fun
1: so you're saying right. the reality is too much of a bummer so we ignore it
0: it's a bummer yes but then in the future the future generations our great great grandchildren might look back might look back at us and say you we are animals the way we look back at slavery in America and the rest of the world, and say they were animals. It's... but back then, back then it was the norm. So in America, at the height of slavery, if you are the guy talking about abolishing slavery, you were the madman. You were the madman, right?
1: Hindsight is twenty-twenty, right?
0: Exactly, exactly. I'm not saying whether it was right, but back then that was just the norm, like, it, like killing gay people. I was saying, being gay is evil, that's the devil's way. Back then, that was the norm, we just killed them, right? But now it's like, if you have a gay neighbor or a gay friend, their sexuality is something you don't even think about, right? Nope. The mo- maybe the only time you might think of, oh, he's gay, is like when you see him kissing a girl, like, oh, fuck, I forgot you are gay. Okay? You know? <laughs> uh-huh. Right? Uh-huh. But that, you don't even think about that, even though you know he's gay. But back then, it's like, oh, shit, he's gay let me let me call the squad we're going to kill someone today
1: so when talking initially when you mentioned slavery i wanted to say it from a purely economic standpoint slavery was a huge driver of economic growth in many nations. I agree. There's a reason agree, why people kept coming back to Africa, as fucked up as it it is sound mm-hmm. But like the reason why people kept coming mm-hmm. to like the Latin America, to Africa, mm-hmm. and trying to get even more slaves because it was just such cheap labor. People were getting mm-hmm. insanely rich. It
0: was free labor, no, it labor. It was, it was free. free labor.
1: Practically free. Yeah, you owned them, so you could do whatever mm-hmm. you want with them, and it's like. People were getting like an insane amount of money, money they would never no. thought they would ever see before, I think and they were living know. lives that were so glamorous to them, like they would never have to lift a fucking finger.
0: Now this is so this it's basically related, slavery
1: no. made the middle class a lot of middle class people royalty. If that makes sense, the only people who had touched that lifestyle before was royalty, but now you, you, here comes in this new, this new like tool that you can use the subjugation tool and you can take control of these mass amounts of people, which is like, hey, if we just change the way we think about other human beings or people outside of our culture a little bit and say that they're subhuman, it makes it convenient for us. And then we just take control of them like they're animals. And then, you know, we can make easy money. Then we call it a day, GG.
0: This is something you and I know because you watch this interesting documentary. Where did the word slave come from?
1: Slavic. Isn't oh, yeah, we've had this... Yes. Uh,
0: what came from Slav? Because originally, all of the slaves in Europe, apparently according to the story, were taken from Eastern Europe until the Ottomans took control, the Byzantines took control of like part of the Roman Empire, so they closed off that trading route, so all the slaves from Eastern Europe could no longer go to Western Europe. So the Westerners, the Western Europeans, starting with the Portuguese discover there's another place to get free labor. Oh it's just let's just go south to Africa. We can just give them gold, whatever. (laughs) Go get their slaves.
1: (laughs) And the people again, the reality is Obama, right? People who were here, they weren't just taking random people. No, African people were literally trading their enemies and some of their family members just to get money and guns and resources.
0: So that's that's the story no one wants to hear, right? That's a story no one today wants to hear. Yeah. That it's Africans who are selling off African slaves. It's <laughs> not like the, the Europeans just taking them. No, no, yeah. no. You, think that you can't do that. Yeah,
1: it was too you got, much you got, work. You need a source. It was it, too much work yeah. to literally come here with an army and to just yeah. keep on fighting and grabbing people. You know, it was much easier for the Europeans to just come here and trade. Trade the things that are plentiful, things that they can manufacture that they have so much of, like guns, with the locals.
0: Yeah. This is something, this is something of an argument I've had. The argument is that, oh, that statement isn't correct because the Europeans were tricking the Africans with gold and other fancy objects to make them sell off their African brothers and sisters. And I'm like, (laughs) hey, are you telling me that I will see gold and be convinced the gold is so good that I'm going to sell off my mom? No, no, I if I'm selling off my mom... I know what I'm doing. You saw the goal that's making yourself in my mom. That's, that's, that's just a nice consequence of me with my mom.
1: That person, I, I think, was I mean. being a bit naive of how people can think.
0: Yeah.
1: Very naive. I know. Look at what capitalism yeah, can do like, to people and we've seen what capitalism can do to people now, you know?
0: So, going back to what we were saying, yeah, you and I buying iPhones and notice what's happening, right? We know, but we're still doing it. Yeah. We know what's happening.
1: Back then, they knew. Yeah. Maybe not everyone, but there were some people who knew. They really thought about and went like, they opened the Bible and said, "All men are created equal." Yeah, not so much. (laughs) 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 That's what they're probably thinking.
0: (laughs) Yeah, not so much, man. In this documentary, in this documentary, whereby they they said, in order for the Portuguese to continue dealing like coming to going to Africa for slaves, the Catholic Church, the Pope had to change had to make like a charter that said that Africans are meant to be subjugated
1: ah ah he just opened the floodgates Yanni. hey exactly. just opened the floodgates <laughs> like they again they just needed to make it um morally okay you know maybe not even good just morally okay to go and subjugate and mm. steal those mm. people and that's all they needed mm. That's all they needed, you know. They're like, please, My man, just also, make like, it okay, food, no? just make it okay, and they're
0: like, yeah, then just all in, run for it. In the, so in the sixteen hundreds or fifteen hundreds, in Europe, in sorry, in, in Lisbon, right? Lisbon, yeah. Yes, there was there were many black, uh, black aristocrats in mm-hmm. Lisbon, sixteen hundreds, Lisbon, six maybe sixteen or seventeen hundreds. I'm not quite sure, but there were many black aristocrats Uh in Lisbon, which is the capital of Portugal. This is something no one knows about. In the 1600s, Lisbon was a cultural and racial melting pot.
1: Uh uh
0: Like you could go there and be black and if you study and get a job, at least as far as the story goes, your race was an issue.
1: Your racism as we see it, the whole idea of black people
0: started in america started in america, started america. I, I think
1: it might not have started in america but it was definitely made that image was made very popular by america uh, like yeah by america in general So
0: th- this is the story i heard this is the story i heard that when the african slaves the the african labor was taken from africa right while they're on the ship they were not just Africans or black right it's like yoruba it's Igbo. It's all these different tribes, right? Yeah. They all speak different cult- different languages. They have different cultures, right? Mm. And even the white people who are in command of the ship, they're Irish, they're German, they're English, different tribes, if I'm going to say that word, right? Yeah. Use that word. But once they arrived on the coast of America, they all just became white and black. Because it became obvious over there, the black people are labor. And the white, the people with lighter skin are the ones who control the labor.
1: I think visually, it's just also easier to divide people up like that, right? Exactly, exactly. If you compare America to, let's say, Rome, rome the idea of racism Mm -hmm. didn't exist. It was xenophobia, right? It was like Mm -hmm. Romans versus everyone else. You're either Mm -hmm. part of the republic or part of the empire Mm -hmm. or you're a slave. And slaves didn't get rights. If you weren't Roman, no rights were owed to you at all. And that's why in Colosseums, the gladiators, you'd see all kinds of different people slaves from Mm. all kinds of different places there was no like one like hey black people are subhuman let's just go that was yeah that idea was very much like like i I think like you said it's probably british or america that like britain or america that really propagated that idea before that Mm. and slaves were slaves slaves Uh, were slaves there was nothing yeah yeah, like there were so many other civilizations that had slaves and like it didn't matter if you're white or if you're like black at least this is from the information i know of like it was very much colorblind
0: Mm-mm-mm.
1: it was like hey are you weak that was it if your people were weak it was a wrap you guys are all slaves your children your women your women will probably be part of the um your women the women and children will be made slaves and the men are slaughtered that was the common story. And then that's it. You move on. At least a famous case I can give you is what's his name he used to do that a lot Genghis mm-hmm. Khan. He would literally kill all the men and enslave the women and the children. And then I don't know how many wives he had. How many wives did he have?
0: Yes, all of them. <laughs> like of over 50.
1: <laughs> like, yeah, I, ah, man. Sorry, oh, not no, wives. No. He had concubines.
0: Yeah, he had all of them. He just had all of them. <laughs> no, I'm
1: pretty sure he had many wives and concubines. Yeah. But the guy yeah. was the guy was fucking. <laughs> I don't think anyone can deny that the guy was fucking. <laughs> oh god. Uh, so coming back to man, the reality of slavery and the reality of like some specific parts of history are so oversimplified. Sometimes they're oversimplified exactly. to a point where like. They lose so much nuance and meaning, you know? And people just, like, it's almost like the lesson that was supposed to learn is supposed to be A. And because people have oversimplified it, it becomes a totally different lesson. Like now people mm, are mm. learning B, C, or something else, you know? B, C, or d stuff like that. And you're just like, hey, it's always when you go and read about it more, you're just like, hey, wait, there's so much more to this story. Why does no one talk about this, you know?
0: Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: Why does no one talk about it? I don't know.
0: Yeah, because like, it's hard to talk about things in context, especially when you're not there to quite understand that context, right? Right. Think right. of, uh, think of a fight between a couple. Maybe a man and his wife having a fight, right? Yeah. And you're not there to witness the fight. You only get the the story of the fight from one of the parties, either the husband or the wife. So whatever information you have the fight about the fight is influenced by the lenses of this individual who told you about the fight.
1: Exactly, exactly. That's why the people who have, specifically people who have seen enough fights or who have been through those sort of situations will always be like, Mm. they'll understand in their minds, I'm getting Oscar's side of the story. They won't judge immediately, Mm. you know? Mm. While some people are so fast to cast a fast stone. Like Mm. your wife said X, Y, and Z. Fuck that bitch. Fuck her. Exactly, yeah, yeah. Like, get it's out
0: never of the case. Never the case. It's
1: never the case. It's just like, hey man, what did you do to your wife, Oscar? You know, exactly. Is this is like the hundredth yeah. time you didn't like. It could have been something small, right? This is the hundredth time you mm. didn't fold your clothes. You just threw them out on the bed or something mm. like that. And mm. that last, like this, that that this is the time where she just could not take anymore, right? Yeah. And a famous story we can always come back to is like, hey, I'm not saying Rihanna will deserve to be beat by Chris Brown. I'm just saying, when you make a nigga lose it like that, what did she do? What the fuck did she do? (laughs) You know? Like, I'm not saying, again, Chris Brown did a really fucked up thing. Obviously, no one is saying that he's getting a pass here. But I'm just saying, like, let's not take Rihanna and put her as, like, a complete victim. She's an angel. She didn't do anything wrong, you know? Chris Brown is just a monster, a demon. Because that's what everyone did. It was just like, it's a famous joke yeah, now. But, it's yeah, like, that, hey, that what the fuck funny did funny. she say? Yeah. What the fuck did she do?
0: Exactly. That, that, no, that, that's not a funny story, right? Because I, I I don't know I don't know much about Chris Brown, but has he snapped Has he, has he been known to snap before that or after that?
1: she's he's been known to be an asshole. I don't know. He's been known to be an asshole. But, I mean, but
0: being an asshole is something. But snapping that way,
1: beating Rihanna like that,
0: it, like, it takes that not extra. Not beating Rihanna, just beating a woman, beating a woman. I mean, I can. I'm not saying beating women is okay. But I can imagine slapping someone. Like, hey, dude, shut the fuck up. I'm going to slap you. Right? Right? And even I can imagine that to both a man and a woman, both parties. With this, I don't think gender should matter. But now beating someone up, man or woman, to that degree, what did you do? I have to ask, what did you do?
1: Right? What did you do? And we never knew. No one ever got that side of the story. Everyone just, you know, I mean, demonized I mean, and crucified Chris Brown, and we called it a day. Uh,
0: anyway, he he got, he got what he deserved at the moment. I mean, he was punished. He went to jail, right, for a while, I believe. It was am I wrong? No, I think
1: he was just socially cancelled.
0: Community service. No. Yeah, okay, okay. Anyway, at least like, hey, things happen. Anyway, anyway, things happen. I don't know much about the story. Yeah. Anyway, like, I uh, let's just say, fuck. Okay, don't 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 hit people don't hate people that's
1: bad <laughs> why are you ending that's it up with that's that that's... that's not the point yeah, because here.
0: like uh... no i mean like yeah just i'm just gonna say that to save my own ass <laughs> okay <laughs> don't <Okay>. hate people <laughs> like... as the last <laughs> as the final comment
1: like... i'm just going to say you... hey let's let's try and figure out things and see both sides of the story when things go bad right Let's not be so fast to judge people and try and crucify I agree. them.
0: I agree. Because I, I feel like
1: I the cancel culture and the, the, the media and the world in general has become just a lot more left-leaning. So people are just so fast to just take out pitchforks and start burning people to the ground. And it's just like, hey, man, can't you just wait until the full story comes out first before getting out your pitchfork? and the yeah, i don't
0: mind i don't mind if you're left or right or doing whatever you do. like come on let the thing is like you said just give it a while give it a while Just let's find let's find things out first right let's not react on, okay there, there are some stories though, though right uh, like the thing with harvey weinstein that was that was kind of crazy and i think with harvey weinstein it took a while for the story to come out right because according to what i've been hearing podcasts podcast and stuff it's like people in hollywood always knew about harvey weinstein oh yeah every oh yeah you've seen all year. those all those every
1: top like paid like the most influential actors big big yeah. stars were well, all had a picture with them and it wasn't just yeah. stars too it was also businessmen, businessman corporate people yeah, exactly. so it was just, it's like, this year. guy had his every hand year. in all these circles all these people's hands mm-hmm. and if his mm-hmm. secretary had stories and had a suspicions his very own secretary the guy didn't care He wasn't really trying to hide it.
0: Yeah. Like, but then it it also goes back to like I think, at one point in time we had an argument about like power. If you're a man, right, and all this, you can have sex with all these women because, okay, you're the boss or maybe you're rich, so women, women are are more ready to say yes to having sex with you, right? Yeah. And then, if I have sex with my secretary, and my after we have sex, my secretary does not like it. And she goes to court and sues me and says, like, he used his power over me so we can have sex, right?
1: In my mind, I'm just Which like, we... fuck off. You know Which exactly what happened. You
0: no, know, now, this is what I think, on the other hand, and this is going to sound silly, but I truly believe this. Can I sue the woman and say that she's attractive, so she was attractiveness to to have sex with me? Because, <laughs> hey, is it, why is it? Because, like, the, the, if my secretary wasn't attractive, I probably wouldn't try to have sex with her, right? But okay. if he's attractive, of course, I I might... I'm. Hey, this is going to sound fucked. No, it's not fucked up. It's, it's a fact of life. I don't think about having sex with unattractive women. And I'm sure unattractive... Oh, sorry, men, women don't think about having sex with unattractive men, right?
1: Okay, okay.
0: Now, if I have a secretary who's really attractive and... Maybe I'm also attractive, but I know I have money, I have means. I'll tell this girl, Hey, I'll take you for a, on a private jet to the to the Maldives, right? huh Number one, if she says yes, hey, I'm gonna ask the question, why are you getting on a private jet alone with your boss to go to the Maldives? Is it because of work? What's happening here? Number two, even though even though that's the case, if she comes and she has and we do have sex, I wonder now, I wonder now why why would she later on have the right to say that i use my power with wealth and with wealth and and esteem and prestige over her to have sex with her that's not that's not fair i'm just using what i have i don't have looks like she has looks and if she didn't have looks i wouldn't be doing this for her or with her right
1: so okay just just so that we ended with this i agree with what you're saying and this isn't to take away from people who have actually been in those positions where the the higher ups, the people in on top of them, did abuse their power in order to get some sort of sexual favor away from them, right? The most famous ones are like actors, yeah, no, no. for example, or directors and actors. No, that no, con- thing. that sort of. Thing. Um, thing. I'm, I'm not
0: talking about. Ray. I'm not talking about. I'm not talking about a guy like having Weiss, who tells you, "Let him massage you," then he just collapses on top of you. I'm not talking about that. Oh as no, as but as I'm as not talking as... about that I'm, too. Yeah. I'm talking about like.
1: Yeah. There's so many stories of directors who say like, "Hey, if you don't give me a blowjob, you're not going to be in this film," and then you, as an up-and-coming star, you're just like, "I don't really have a, sp- I don't really have a choice because this not even guy." That.
0: Even, even that for me, that's extreme. Even that for me, that's extreme. For me, that's also extreme. But those so, th- no, de- but, but when, when that person, makeup, I'm what? talking about uh, that's like the the situation I'm talking about is whereby this uh, for let me use acting as a, like Hollywood as an example, right? Let's say I'm a director, right? Uh huh. And we have this female actress. She already has the job, right? Uh And me, the director, I find her attractive. So I tell her, hey, once we're done with shooting, or since we, maybe, okay, there's there's a break between this month and this month of shooting. Hey, let's go out to the Maldives on my private jet. Uh Now, of course, in this situation, I'm not telling her, if you don't come with me, I will fire you. You will lose your your position, your, your role. I'm just saying, hey, come with me. And oh, I'm not right. attractive. Yeah. So maybe she comes with me because... Yeah, maybe just because I'm just more well-off than her. Maybe I can do things right now for her that she can do for herself. Because maybe she's new in the acting business.
1: So my point was that both instances happen. Mm. Both mm. instances happened. Your story is where people did abuse power. And the instances where it was mm. like... You can tell it was kind of like a mutual thing, right? If this secretary goes and sees mm. this guy like a bunch of times. And like... It's like there's inklings of them... Pretty much dating, and then years later, or like even like kind of like a time, a certain time period later, she comes out and goes like, "Oh yeah, I wasn't happy with all so so and so. He actually was very abusive and very controlling, and I want compensation for it." It's like, man, you're an adult.
0: Yeah, you knew what you're doing. You knew what you're doing. Yeah.
1: Again, like
0: even, just even some... if you didn't know, even if you didn't know, okay, then you've learned your lesson. Don't do it again. Don't let, don't let that happen again.
1: There's just some specific instances of like, it's very obvious that you're just trying to take advantage of this person being wealthy and powerful, you know.
0: But and... then there's also the other hand, that which I do also consider, which is, so my friend was telling me about like this VR experience, right? Mm-hmm. Whereby you put on the VR headset and you're a woman, just an average size woman. And there's this big guy, not really, not, not beating you, but just screaming at you. Right? Uh-huh. And he was telling me, like, when the, he did this, he realized how frightening it can be for a woman to be, just be yelled at by a guy. <laughs> because, like, hey, if you're the, an average size woman, most guys seem pretty big. Right? Like, okay, you're much bigger than me. You're much bigger than me, right? So imagine you just screaming at Yumiko. Right? <laughs> like, she can't imagine how far, or, or she knows how, maybe she, if she knows you, she can imagine how far you can go. But she can't know, she doesn't know how far she can push you, right? And maybe every time you scream at her, she might think, okay, maybe this is now. I've broken the camel's back. He's gonna snap today, he's gonna snap today. And you being bigger than her, you like, if Yumiko snaps at me, at least if there are no knives around, I feel that what she's gonna do is slap me, right? Uh-huh. But if I snap at Yumiko, hey, <laughs> my brother and I were joking about this in the past. If a guy is doing bench press every day, like he's lifting like one foot kilos or a hundred kilos bench press every day, mm-hmm. and this guy slaps a woman, this guy can almost knock the woman's head off.
1: I think, uh, yeah, right? he probably can, for sure. But
0: most, ma- most women can't do that to a man. You, s- you slap a man, the man is like, oh, why would you do that? You know, it's like, it's kind of a joke. Ouch, that hurts. You
1: know? It hurts, but then if the guy yeah. does it... Yeah, hey, like man. She
0: might die. She might die. Yeah, <laughs> yeah so maybe that's. Look at that's you, Oscar. The, that's the, saying I, I things that are things so. so...
1: You're saying things mm-hmm. that are so scandalous, man. The sexes aren't equal. How? How dare you? How dare you, sir? No,
0: but when we're, we're not equal in in strength for sure. Of course. Hmm. Here's the thing. <laughs> You, no, know no, no. you know Ronda Rousey.
1: <laughs> Let's just stop right here. Ronda <laughs> Let's just stop. No, no,
0: right here. last thing, last thing, last thing, last thing. You know Ronda Rousey, right? Of course, yeah. I will never pick a fight with Ronda Rousey mm. because she will kill me. She will. She kill can me. fuck up most,
1: <laughs> most average man for sure. She can fuck up most men Yeah,
0: exactly, exactly. I will never want to even have an argument with her because if she snaps, I'm dead. It's as simple as that.
1: But now once she enters the top no. echelon of men exactly. with strength,
0: now, exactly. people now, who we, are in specialized Ronda, Ronda Rousey, martial arts that, like them. Yeah. Exactly. Rona Rousey wouldn't pose a threat to someone like Joan Jones or Brock Lesnar. Right? She wouldn't pose a threat. She's nothing. Right? So, of course, men and women aren't equal. Physically, we're not equal. I mean, the only reason now I'm frightened of Ronda around because she's been training her whole life how to fuck people and how to fuck people up. That's been her job since she was a kid. Learning how to fuck other people up.
1: And uh, you, Oscar, you've been learning how to drink and smoke and weed talk. every day and, and talk, talk shit. And
0: talk. Yeah, just talking shit. That's what I've been learning to do since a kid. Learning how to talk shit.
1: <laughs> talking trash just like this podcast. And on that bombshell... <laughs> Let's call it a night. Goodbye,
0: everyone.